Chilio here on 720 WGN, live in the Skyline Studio, 18 stories above beautiful downtown Chicago, here till 4 a.m., coming up on a Tuesday morning, 312-981-7200 is our number. Um, my guest right now is uh, Nathan Godfrey, who's the co-director, along with his mother, Linda, uh, of a documentary called Return to Wildcat Mountain, Wisconsin's Black Panther Nexus. Um. And uh, there have been sightings of big black furred cats, maybe panthers, maybe mountain lions, uh, that people, ex- you know, zoologists exist to say that they insist that they don't exist. But um, several sightings in south uh, southwest um, Wisconsin and uh, have been have been noted. And uh, it's put together in, in this really interesting documentary called Return to Wildcat Mountain. And let's welcome Nathan Godfrey to the show. Hi, Nathan. Hello. Thanks for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This is wonderful. Yeah. So I have had your mom on the show. Yes. And uh, it was it interesting. <laughs> to, it was it interesting because she's written a bunch of books called like you know like uh, uh, I know what I saw, which is about modern day encounters with uh, urban legends and monsters. Uh, she's written American monsters um, and uh, real wolf men, monsters among us. Uh, what was it like? <laughs> what was it like growing up with a mom who was you know uh, really sort of studying these weird legendary creatures? Sure. Well, you know this. She wasn't always like that. Um, (laughs) She was a local newspaper reporter um, and just doing various stories around Walworth County. And she happened upon the story that changed everyone's life. And this is pre-internet days, and it became an international sensation. Um, But the Beast of Bray Road, which is... Um, still they're, they're still making movies about it mm-hmm. and still doing TV shows about it. And that was probably Bray Road is located probably five miles from our house. So it was a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal growing up. Well, tell us about the beast of Bray Road. Sure. Well, um, the beast of Bray Road, um, was especially popular or it was seen quite a bit around, I guess it'd be the late nineties. And it's a bipedal, bipedal, uh, wolf, wolf-like feature, uh, canid, I guess. And it's surprise. It people saw it. Uh, it, it attacked someone's car at one point. People were seeing it um, all over the place. And they had apparently they had a a whole file at the police station of sightings going back 30, 40 years. So this thing had, was a local legend, and my mom broke the story about it, and it got picked up all sorts of different places. It was on Inside Edition back when that show was on. Um, yeah, it was a big deal. People are still looking for it this, to this day. What happens when someone uh, reports a sighting? Do, do I mean, there's obviously, you know, like the authorities are very skeptical about this kind of stuff. What happens? Sure. What happens when that, you know, what goes forward after that? Like someone is convinced that they saw something, they saw a creature, they report it. What goes on after that? Okay, well, from my understanding and what my mom deals with, she's often 
contacted by uh, by these people who have had an encounter or something. And uh, she vets them and just goes on with an investigation and, you know, reports on it. Mm-hmm. What what uh, what what are part of the inve- what kind of investigation does she do? What what are what are part of the investigator? What does she do? Okay, so many times I know um, I'm trying. I'm speaking the best I can about what my mom does. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, she's gone on site, interviews, does lots of interviews, um, talks to you know people in the surrounding areas, uh, goes to various locations, um, similar to what we did for this last movie. Is there is there a what is is there a, a, a strict definition of of cryptozoology? What's the best way to describe cryptozoology to someone? Um, it's the the study of animals that are hidden. I, I guess mm-hmm. I wouldn't call myself necessarily cryptozoology expert, right? Um, but that would be that would be my definition: animals that are have been hidden and undiscovered, okay. but apparently seen so uh what about you personally have you ever had encounters um me personally i have not had i have not had an encounter Mm -hmm. uh, um with any creature i've been on different expeditions uh but no i have not to actually had an encounter do you have a a a favorite sort of legendary creature is is one of is what, what are some of your favorite ones I would say right now my favorite one is the these black panthers um, in the Driftless area in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's the one I'm closest to. Well, I think. Well, and I guess the Beast of Bray Road because it's it's my childhood and I you yeah. know. What was it like? I mean, is it, so so uh, the other kids in Wisconsin? Did they? Did you guys like discuss the legend of the beast? Yeah, actually, um, one. One of the witnesses was in my class, and he was the second second trombonist in our band. <laughs> Is that right? In school band, yeah. So it was very close. These kids, several of them, went to my high school. So this was a this was it's a small town. People were talking about it, um, and it scared the the yeah. crap out of a lot of people. Yeah. So there was a kid in your class that was that was that that saw the beast. Yes, and he lived out on this road, Bray Road, and he saw it with his he saw it with his cousin, and and he she told me you know matter of factly that what he saw, and it was this large, hairy, large, hairy, terrifying thing that you know looks like a dog, but it walks with its you know legs back bent backwards like a dog, um, and uh, and was running through a field. Wow. And very similar to what a, a lot of other people have seen and, uh, right around that time and to this day. To this day. Wow. Uh, has, have there been any m- m- the most recent sightings of the beast? Oh, she would have to ask my mom that. Okay. I haven't kept up all that much on, on the beast. Okay. She's, that, she's the real expert. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Next, next, next time I have her on the show, we'll talk about that for sure. Cool. Uh, I just watched the documentary a little while ago, Nathan. It's really good. Um, and it's, oh, well, thank you. Uh, and it was co-directed by you and your mom, Linda. Uh, the Return to Wildcat Mountain, Wisconsin's Black Panther Nexus. Um, when, when did you first hear about these these uh, sightings of these big black cats or black panthers with the really long, thick tails and things like that? When, when did that uh, start? How long ago has this investigation uh, started? Well, th- this investigation started uh, with my mother's book. Um, I know what I saw, 
And there is a chapter devoted to uh, this area and these Black Panther sightings around the Baraboo Hills area. So, um, and especially this small town, uh, Hillsboro, Wisconsin. Right. And I, so she wrote, she wrote the chapter and she got, she decided, um, she, I think she actually kind of shopped it around and she was trying to get people interested in it. And then just came the realization that we could make the movie ourselves. And, and so, yeah, go ahead. And then, uh, it happened very quickly. Um, she brought the idea to me, and I have a I have a film background. I studied film in, in school, and have been making videos ever ever since, doing uh, graphic design work, various artwork, and um, and I it just everything just came together. Mm-hmm. Everything came together, and we were we're off to the races within I think two weeks in Hillsboro doing interviews yeah, and the filming lasted um, on and off over the next, I would say six months we filmed. And then I've been working, you know, editing it ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, so, so you started filming it and, uh, and you just, you guys decided, okay, look, we'll do it ourselves. We'll make this, we'll, we'll, we'll do the investigation. We'll, and we'll document the investigation ourselves. Um, and, yes. and you got some very interesting, there's some really interesting people that you interviewed, Nathan, um, yes. in the, in this, in this, in the, in the film and also some pretty interesting characters too, uh, that, mm-hmm. uh, that, 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 that popped up. Hey, by the way, I just want to uh, say that I think you, you're, you're, um, your animation and the, uh, and the art that you did in the movie is really good, Nathan. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate it's, it's that. Very, very cool. It adds kind of, it adds a nice element of mood to it and, uh, it looks really cool. Um, wow. Thank you. So, so, uh, so there's these, you know, this is, you're not supposed to see black, giant black cats or giant black panthers in South, in Southwest Wisconsin. That's not supposed to happen. No. And, and that's, you're not even supposed to see mountain lions according, according to the DNR, even though the people of this small town and in the surrounding area have seen them, been seeing mountain lions, you know, quite frequently. Yeah. Um, but you are not supposed to see any black Panthers because one, there is not, there's no, there's never been a melanistic or black mountain lion or cougar, um, captured or documented in any known science. So that's not supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. So that leads, leads you to, so, so what is it then? You know, there's, there's a couple species. The jaguar has a melanistic variety, and the leopard has a melanistic variety, but uh, cougars, cougars do not. So these things aren't really supposed to exist, and that's what makes it so uh, mysterious, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it adds to the, to, to the mysterious element when you're watching the film, um, sure. But there are so many testimonies, testimonies in yes. the movie. It's hard to argue, you know. Hold yes. on, uh, hold on a second, okay, Nathan? Sure. Nathan Godfrey is here. He's the co-director, along with his mother Linda, of the uh, documentary "Return to Wildcat Mountain: Wisconsin's Black Panther Nexus," and it's the, about these mysterious big black cat creatures with giant tails that have been seen in Southwest Wisconsin. Very cool. <laughs> The movie's really cool. Uh, it's available at is Amazon Prime, uh, so you can check it out on Amazon Prime if you want to watch it. Uh, really interesting documentary. Uh, it takes place all entirely in southwest uh, Wisconsin. 
right over here in our neighbors. Our neighbors are looking uh, and out in the woods, and they're seeing giant black cats with crazy long tails running around, and there's no explanation for it. We'll get back to that mystery uh, here on WGN. It's 312-981-7200. You were the sunshine, baby, whenever you smiled. But I call you Stormy today. All right. Nick DeGilio here on 720 WGN. We are live in the Skyline studio here until 4 o'clock. I'm your overnight dude. Every weekday morning from 11 p.m. to 4 a.m., I keep you company, and we keep you informed, uh, and we keep you entertained. Uh, Nathan Godfrey is my guest right now. He is the co-director of a documentary called The Return to Wildcat Mountain, Wisconsin's Black Panther Nexus, uh, which is about all these unexplained, very weird sightings in southwest Wisconsin of these giant black cats, these giant black panthers that are not supposed to exist. They're not supposed to exist in Wisconsin, but several, several people have seen them. And uh, so that's the mystery, and that's the weirdness that's going on over in uh, Wisconsin. Uh, Nathan, let's talk a little bit about how far back do these sightings go uh, historically. Sure. Sure. Well, um <laughs> There, Steve Stanek, I'll, I'll, I'll have, Steve Stanek is the local, uh, was a local, a former uh, newspaper editor there. And right. he is, he is the guy who has been writing, he's been writing articles, I think since the eighties about this. Right. And, he's, and he's, we, he's, he's featured prominently in the, in the, in the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and he has, so he has sightings going back, back I, I think maybe to this to the eighties, early eighties, when he was act, when people were actively seeing them. But he has heard from. We have another witness whose father saw one. She saw one, and she her father had seen one in the sixties, um, and quite possibly going back. Um, much further to, you know, the pioneer days. Um, there's, we unearthed some documents uh, regarding uh, um, sort of journals that some of the pioneers were, uh, were describing the wildlife, and they gave, they gave a bunch of different, way too many names for mountain lions. So it was sort of Steve Stanek's idea that perhaps the the reason they gave so many different names for what for the mountain lions, uh, they it was possible they could be black. Mm-hmm. Some of them could be black. Um, and then there, it goes back to Laura Ingalls Wilder, yeah. mostly known for uh, Little House and Prairie series, but she wrote another series called Little House in the Big Woods. And in Little House in the Big Woods, this this was located her grandfather's small cabin in Pepin, Wisconsin which is about, I think, about 150 miles north of Hillsboro, the area we went to. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, she writes a story called Grandpa and the Panther. And in Grandpa and the Panther, he, just, he is chased by what he describes as a big black panther, which is, you know, you got you to gotta wonder. Yeah. I guess. And that goes back to Laura Ingalls. That's that's amazing. That really is. Sure. I mean, when I was when I was watching the movie, I was like, "Wait a minute, really? The author of Little House on the Prairie, 
Uh, right. her, her relatives might have had an encounter with a giant black panther in Wisconsin. Yeah, and, you know, anyone who's seen a, a cougar, it, they don't, you don't, they don't look black, generally. No, you yeah. Don't, yeah. I mean, there's some dark ones, but it's, it's pretty clear, you know. You wouldn't describe it as a, as a, as a black cat. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, yeah, it's it's really now. Let me ask you this: uh, Are there like common elements to these sightings? Are the, are things that that people repeat, like the because you talk to so many people who have these uh, these stories. Uh, what are the yeah. com- what are the commonalities of these stories? Well, I would say the biggest one um, is the biggest one is the, the size. While it, it varies from, we're talking like three and a half foot without the tail to five feet without the tail, many people describe it as being the size of a very large dog. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, and the biggest thing is, another big thing is the long tail. So, and this gets into what the DNR, people who have reported these sightings to the DNR, they've they the DNR basically has a you know a, a quick answer in that okay it was either a black lab or a house cat that was basically that it's either a black lab or it was a house cat but these these witnesses all describe this very long tail and if you look at any of those like a leopard or a, a mountain lion it is a very long rope like thick rope-like tail, mm-hmm. very distinguishable. House cats don't have that. Black labs certainly don't have that. Um, they, and they describe the, they describe the, the walk that it, it's, you know, a, a cat walks very differently than, than a canine, for instance. And it, they say it was like, sometimes it was like a big cat. It was like a big cat, um, yeah. you know. So different common. They've had a lot of them are varied. Um, some people have seen them very up close. Um, we've had a witness. Um, it startled one of the witnesses uh, who was squirrel hunting at the time um, and was stood up uh, thirty feet, thirty feet from where they were hunting and snarled and growled. They described the they described the uh, the sound of it. Um, sometimes being of like a, a sort of scream, mm. similar to what you would imagine a mountain lion sounds like, to more more of a roar as well, which is uh, mountain lions don't really roar, but jaguars do roar. Mm. So those are, I guess, those are some of the things that, uh, yeah, similarities between the sightings. When uh, when when witnesses are, are are contact when people contact the DNR, so they just basically get shut down. Is that what really happens? They basically yes, they basically get shut down. That is that is what happens. Um, it's very, and we did we speak we spoke to in the film a former DNR a DNR warden right um, for Wildcat Mountain who has had seen this himself twice. And his family saw it. And this is a guy, he, he also lived out west. He lived in, they, they moved uh, to Wisconsin from Colorado, where they dealt with mountain lions a lot more, you know, more sure. frequently. Sure, sure. And he, he saw a black one. And he, he described it as black. 
Um, and his, his children had, over the course of, I think, like 15 years, their family had four different encounters. Wow. With, with this, you know, the same thing. And it was, um, you know, it, everyone described as being extremely intimidating. Extremely intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. You can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it's not, it's it's terrifying. I mean, you see a giant black cat with a long. I mean, I you know, in the movie, the description of the tail really sort of freaked me out. Like the the way that they mm-hmm. described the tail, just how thick it was and how yeah. long it was, and and it was consistent. You know, from lots of different people giving testimonials uh, about it. Um, uh, it, it. But the tail is the cre- is one of the creepier things about this. Sure, absolutely. And what really you know it's. Uh, uh, the DNR, many times they, they say that people are seeing house cats. Now, I can sort of see how this could sometimes be, I could see how a house cat from a distance, someone might, you know, someone might think a, a house cat could be this thing, but these are up close, and these are people who live in the area, who see animals every day, and then you know, hunters, farmers, the first thing that's going to, you know, or the last thing that's going to jump to their mind is is a, a giant black panther. Yeah. They're going to see it for what it is. It yeah. just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, and, you know. What are they, Steve, what, yeah, go ahead. Sure, go, go ahead, Steve, well, what? Well, yeah, Steve Stanek, he, by this, he became very, very wary of the DNR, um, as many of the local people had been. Um, as they reported them, the DNR basically just shut them down and wouldn't even come out and investigate after the sighting and just told them they're seeing something else. And, you know, it, it got townspeople talking that, you know, maybe people, they felt they were getting ridiculed, basically. Yeah. So people, people stopped even reporting it in a lot of cases. Oh, I see. But they, but they did keep reporting it to Steve Stanek, who had been writing faithfully these updates uh, on Black Panthers, you know, for 30 years. It's got to be, I mean, how frustrating is it to, be, to have the DNR be so dismissive? It's got to be very frustrating, right? It's extremely frustrating, especially after being, talking to these town people, townspeople, and I'm 100% convinced that there's, there's something here, but you have to go and, and talk to them. Right. You have to go and, and just, and if they did, they, they would have to come to the conclusion, unless for some reason they just didn't want to come to that conclusion, that there's something, there's something out there and something weird, um, something strange, yeah. something different. <laughs> You know, it would be interesting to see if, like, maybe the DNR would hire people who weren't so skeptical. You know, you know what I mean? Like somebody who, right, was, right. Who was, you know, like somebody who, you know, you hire someone who's maybe a little bit more open to the fact that maybe there's some mysteries out there. There might be some creatures lurking around that we don't know about, and it might be worth investigating. I mean, we could we could find something brand new. You know? Yeah, maybe like an X Files type thing for, <laughs> yeah. for the DNR. Yeah, no, like I, people I, a little yeah. bit more open minded. I totally agree. Well, I mean, the, the X Files is. I mean, the, you know, the show is sort of based on this kind of stuff. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you, you've got one one who believes and one who's a skeptic uh, investigating these mysterious and weird things that are happening in the world. And I, I would love to have that. I would love to have that happen in the real world. You know? 
That would be very cool. Yeah, it would. Absolutely. It would. Uh, the the uh, album, or the album, the movie is called The Return to Witch, to uh, Witch, which mountain? I was thinking of the old Disney movie. Uh, <laughs> Return to Wildcat Mountain, Wisconsin's Black Panther Nexus. All takes place in Hillsboro on the southwest uh, part of uh, Wisconsin, where there have been sightings of numerous giant black cats with long, crazy tails. Uh, and uh, the movie is a, a, about this mystery. Uh, Nathan, hold on. Sure. All right. Nathan Godfrey is with us, co-director, along with his mother, Linda, of uh, a really fascinating and interesting and creepy documentary called Return to Wildcat Mountain, Wisconsin's Black Panther Nexus. Uh, it's all happening in Wisconsin. If you're from Wisconsin and you've got any uh, weird stories you want to you want to jump in here, it's 312-981-721. A lot of weird stuff in Wisconsin. Dom? Bratstop? <laughs> the Packers? Uh, University of Madison? <laughs> The Packers. Uh, That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. But the Wildcat Mountain, uh, man, uh, so the Black Panthers are out there possibly running around. Uh, It's very creepy and very scary. Documentary is terrific. We'll talk more with Nathan here on 720 WGN. Nick DiGilio here on 720 WGN, live in the Skyline studio here until 4 a.m., as we are every weekday morning, 11 p.m. to 4 a.m., keeping you informed and keeping you entertained through the uh, early morning hours. 312-981-7200 is the... uh, is the phone number. Coming up after midnight, our great space expert Rod Pyle is going to join us. We're going to talk about things that make you weird anywhere but here in Chicago, Chicagoisms, uh, weird traditions across America, and unbelievable weather records. Um, so that's all coming up. We would love to hear from you at 312-981-7200. My guest right now, and by the way, the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Uh, my guest right now is Nathan Godfrey. He's the co-director, along with his mother, Linda, of a really terrific documentary called Return to Wildcat Mountain, Wisconsin's Black Panther Nexus, which is all about the sightings of these crazy giant black cats, giant black panthers with long tails that are not supposed to be in Wisconsin, but several, several people have seen them, and the documentary is all about this mystery. Uh, Nathan, Welcome back. Yeah. Hello. Uh, yes. We have uh, somebody on the line. Uh, this is Dave on WGN. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, actually, you know me a little bit, Nick. I'm Dave Gaffman. used to be a movie critic for the Elgin Courier News. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, back in 2010, there were a bunch of reports kind of just west of Elgin about what, what we called the Plank Road Panther. started with a hunter had set up a trail camera, you know, a camera that's stripped just by motion of an animal it looked like kind of a large cat. Mm-hmm. And a couple of days later, someone else driving along Plank Road west of Elgin saw what he described as like a black cougar walking along through the snow. They found like a, what seemed to be, a, what would you call it, like a den lined with a bunch of fur and giving a pile of that. And so when we started running stories a lot, all of a sudden, a bunch of others reports uh, similar came in 10 or 15. Most of them were describing a black thing, but a lot of times they're at night, so it's a little bit hard to tell exactly what the color was. Yeah. I got the report of the fur that was in that, that you know, the fellow had found and gave it to the, the guy at uh, Brookfield Zoo was kind of in charge of their, uh, basically that kind of animal. Right. And he was really fascinated. He said, we've done a lot of DNA studies of 
cougars around the Midwest and look at it, and he kind of laughed. He said, it's rabbit fur. <laughs> oh. And I called up an SIU expert on uh, cougars, and kind of the same thing that was told by Nathan, this guy. Said, well, there's no such thing as a black cougar. Said, like down in Florida, there's a variation of the cougar called the Florida panther. It's so rare that it's, you know, on the endangered species yellow. Yeah. Yet two or three of them are found dead every year. Yeah. And yet no one's ever found a black cougar dead anywhere in the United States. That's so true. They yeah. really kind of poo-pooed that. Yeah. But it's possible, too, that it was an escaped, uh, you know, like an escaped black, black bird yeah, or something. Yeah, they talk about that in the movie. They talk about the possibility of it, uh, you know, of, at some point being a, an escape possibility. Dave, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, Nathan, tell me about the, the guy who runs the big cat uh center there i mean it just you know is i i loved watching him with with the big cats like the relationship that he had with this so tell me about that place and where is it sure um let's see i should know the exact location of that okay in rock okay rock springs wisconsin okay and that is Rock Springs, Wisconsin is, I don't know, around the Baraboo area, so oh. in the general vicinity. Okay. And um, let's see. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff and Jenny Kozlowski run it. Okay. And they have been, I think they started out, um, they told us a little bit, they started out as many people do in that, in that big cat world, doing photos with tiger cubs. And, you know, making, making a living doing that. And they, they ended up, you know, falling in love with the cats. So they built this wonderful facility and housed these beautiful, magnificent, beautiful, magnificent, uh, beasts. Yeah. Lions, tigers, anything. Um, and he gets into, I don't want to get too much into it, but he gets into Wisconsin has some very, very interesting laws when it comes to owning yep. these big cats. Yep. So. It just so happens that there's a, a lot. It's from what he what he said. There's a lot of big cats in Wisconsin that uh, don't need to be reported to the police. Don't need to be reported at all. Yeah. As long as it's not you know you're not actively showing them. So it's Wisconsin is sort of a, a magnet for these these big animals. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating stuff that, to to listen to that guy talk and to watch him interact with these big beasts is really really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very very cool. Um, was it easy to get yeah. the people? Was it easy to get the residents to talk? Were they were they happy to to, to that fun, someone is like, listen, I'm interested in what you've seen. I yes, I think so. Um, mainly because they have you know no one's done a big big story on them like this. Just, just you know just in the local papers. And even amongst, you know, there's non-believers um, in, in the town, you know. So this this was a chance for them to get their story out, yeah, and to tell their story. And these people who, anyone who's who's seen it, it's it's been a big moment in their life, yeah. You know, they, they'll never forget it, and they want and they you know want to tell people what what's going on out there. Yeah. Well, it's great stuff. And by the way, I want to congratulate you on winning best documentary at the Midwest Weird Fest. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. A lot of fun. That must have been a lot of fun. right in there. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, uh, Nathan, it's a really terrific documentary. Congratulations to you and your mother. Uh, The movie is called Return to Wildcat Mountain, Wisconsin's Black Panther Nexus, all about the mysterious sightings of uh, black panthers in Wisconsin. Nathan, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it.
Thank you, Nick. Okay. Thanks for having Take me. care, buddy. Nathan Godfrey, uh, co-director of a really fascinating weird stuff going on in Wisconsin, man. Not supposed to be Black Panthers up there, but they've been seeing them.